0: Season five episode 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 <laughs> seven. That's that's a good oh that's another one, eh? What's another one? Fill me in. Another product. Oh oh. What's the yeah. product?
1: Well, I think I think that it's more when we start to actually start our our, our um our streaming service.
0: Our streaming service. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think it's um Big Eddie
0: episodes. (laughs) I like that. Today on the episode, Chris and I are going to talk about. I like that. I think that's the title of this episode. Episode. Oh my god! F isode. Awesome. baby. It's a decoded episode. We call it an episode.
1: That's there. We go. (laughs) Where do we go from there? We're done. Mic drop. Done. I'll jump in. Uh, This week, I had more moments than not of nailing it. I felt like I got my checklist done. Um, It was also a week where other people completed my checklist for me. Mm. So, and that's kind of a funny feeling. Um, I'll say it's bittersweet. So you map out the stuff that you think you need to get done for the week. So I use Google Keep. Props to Google. I use Google Keep, and I'll just put, uh, you know, November first to eight, hashtag to do, so that I can always find the to do lists. Pin it so it stays right near the top, the one that I'm always working on. And um, I'll put the stuff in, and I'm constantly populating it with the stuff that I need to take care of during the week. I, I find that digital version of the to do list is good because it's multi platform. I have it on my phone, like I have it everywhere I need it to be. Um, as I'm adding stuff to my list throughout the week and my list always starts, like not always, typically my list could start as soon as I know. So for example, um, two weeks ago, two weeks ago, I needed to, uh, get a prescription refilled. Um, so I created, I already created the list for next week. And just on it is the, one of the first things on it is like, I need to go back and talk to shoppers to get that prescription filled. So it's like my long range too. Um, Not, not exactly efficient. Uh, There's probably better ways to do it. I could probably put stuff just right into the calendar as reminders. But what I'm trained to do, what I've trained myself to do is to constantly check my to-do list, which is, it's taken me a long time to figure out what that is. Uh, Post-it notes don't really work that great. Yeah, so it's the system that works for me for now. Uh, Yeah, so the things that I've been populating, that I populated for this week, I would say about 25% of them were taken care of by other people, which is kind of a funny thing because, um, I don't know, I kind of like checking things off my own list, which I still did. Props to the system for taking care of some stuff for me, um, but I still checked it off my list as if I did it. Uh, I guess I just checked it off because it was done. And part of the things that I had on the list is that I'm chasing supports from the system for a student, Um, a student that I work with that I support. I'm a cert. So this kid needs some supports that are beyond our school. And so I had several items on there on the list. And one meeting that I had two weeks ago where I got to speak to the needs, strengths and needs of this kid, the complexity of this kid, it kind of, and then we had the fall break week off. Um, Then all of a sudden this week stuff happened. Yet at the time I was told, well, we're not sure if we can do that. Let's wait and see. But I guess the right words were said in front of the right people. And um, now my list for next week includes clearly actionable next steps for this kid. So yeah, this past week, There was a certain kind of um, nailed it feeling and I don't always, and it's funny um, what I'll often do since those lists are all there, I can go back in and uh, they're good reminders too. So I'm trying now to figure out when I can schedule. So sometimes using the list and scheduling is two different things. Well, it's always two different things, Um, but I'm trying to put in there. When do I go back in and review old lists to see if there's anything that I forgot to do? Um, And that was the one thing that didn't work that great with paper copy of lists, because what's well, easier for me to lose paper. Um, I try to figure out some kind of ninja level highlighting and I still do it kind of like, for example, if I'm doing paper notes, which I do for my anecdotals and my communication, which is interesting. I told you about this. It was like old school, which is new school for me all of a sudden I have my communication binder. And in there, Um, I use a pink highlighter. I've almost always done this. Pink is always for um, if I write something in my notes that needs to be actionable, I'll highlight that in yellow. And if there's a person's name, I'll highlight that in pink. So I can easily go back through the paper. If I'm looking for a particular name of someone, I just scan through the pink highlights. And if I'm looking for a particular thing that uh, I said I was going to do or needs follow-up, I'm looking either for yellow or orange. It kind of depends on which one I have at hand. But pink is always the people, pink for people, orange or yellow for the the to-do list. Um, Why did I say that? Because even going, I need to um, figure out a way to go back and check those old lists because sometimes the lists are longer than what I'm able to do, yet it's stuff that is really anchored into that week. So I won't put it on a new list. I just leave it on that week because... It's also important to me to know, like, like I went back, I looked yesterday. Um, last night when I got home, I was looking at lists and there was something that was scheduled on a to-do list. It's scheduled to be done within that week that I hadn't done yet. And that was three weeks ago. Um, there was another item that was actually, it happened. It kind of took care of itself naturally, which shouldn't, but just consequence kind of changed time and consequence changed the, the fact that I didn't have to take care of that item anymore. Um, so it's funny. But this particular week, uh, I managed to, um, actually this morning, as of this morning, because of an email that I sent, I can sort of tick the last, and I got a fresh week, all fresh week next week. I got some stuff already on it, but, you know, nailed it.
0: I am very happy to hear that for you.
1: (laughs) Is it a thing? It's kind of a thing.
0: It's a thing, for sure. For sure. Do you, how do you,
1: how do you, what do you use? I don't think we've had this combo. How do you track your to-do list?
0: Um, one of the ways I track them is by email. So I will, how, I, (laughs) I like that. So using flags and categories and all that kind of stuff. Well, let's not, I do have categories. (laughs) I do use flags, but here's the thing. So I like paper pencil. Okay. I like paper pencil and, um, I send emails. So, um, let's say I'm meeting with someone, and they require, they need something from me. Mm -hmm. I'm responsible for finding something out for them or getting them something, and I know where I'm going to get it from. I send an email to the person, I to the person I need something from, and say, "Hey, I'm meeting with this person. This is what I need. Can you help?" Gone. Once that email's gone, it's I know that I've done my part for the moment, check. And then when I get the email back, it's right there in front of my face saying, deal with this. Hmm. Yeah. So it's not really, it's, I don't, I certainly don't do it like you do. Uh, I will, I will write things down. Um, it's funny. I will choose a piece of paper in my binder and I'll make like a little square at the top and I just start boom, 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 boom. And then I will revisit that little corner of that piece of paper for the rest of that day. <laughs> That's how I do it. I, It's just kind of like on the fly. And then I'm really getting good at ignoring, ignoring things that land in my lap while I'm dealing with something else. So like I'm on the computer. Okay, I'm at the high school, just finished meeting with a kid or a guidance counselor. I'm on the computer, I make a quick note, I check on something. And while I'm in the process of still working with that student or guidance counselor, I'm ignoring the emails that are popping up in my inbox because like a squirrel, if I go over there, then whatever it is I was doing may not be completed properly. Mm-hmm. So it really is a, like for me, focus, um, a delay of delayed gratification in some ways because some emails are more interesting to me than others, but I can't go there yet. You know, I need to leave it. Just stuff like that, I guess. Um,
1: you know what I, I remember I told you how I like to build. I like, <laughs> Do you remember me talking about, I really appreciate being efficient. I try to be efficient in my flow and how I move through spaces um, and I think I told I told the story once or twice about encouraging my kids. like if you're leaving the kitchen, check to see if there's any recycle, take the recycle out to the garage because you're walking right past and probably they put the recycle there in the first, but we have a ca- like a corner of the counter where it just gets stacked, right? Um And I say, look, like, well, I talk to them like it's important to them, which I don't think it necessarily is because I say you're gonna save time. And they're like, looking at me like, well, we hadn't really thought of a time saving. We just weren't going to do it. (laughs) So they were saving time by not doing the task. So I'm giving them a work that giving them work that if they do it on their own will take time, but I can encourage them to do it in less time. So I feel like it's a gift I'm trying to encourage them to do. Um, So they, uh, you know, encouraging them to bring that. I said along the way, check to see if you left your hoodie at the base of the stairs, take it up to your room. And that's like one trip and like, bah, 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 bah. Like you're like, pop, like you've taken care of a bunch of little things along the way. And then, you know, the overall flow of the family's better because we're not, you know, stuff on top of stuff, on top of stuff, on top of stuff. Um, I feel like, and I still try and operate that way for myself. So uh, even as simple as, as I'm sitting here, I can see when I walk, when I get up from here, I can see where i've i've left two pieces of paper on the printer that i need to sort of i should take and file that right away as soon as i walk past like just to get the job done the satisfaction of the checklist right get it done um i also know that i have to still check this out so lazy so lazy guy i don't think i've scanned these in yet i've had these sitting so that's that's uh episodes uh, three um remember that one from back in the day the apple
0: I do. Yes. Yeah.
1: So we'll go back through some. Well, how about this one? I like this one. The one the one you feed episode. Yes, yes. That was that was cool. The one um, you feed. The one you feed. Yeah. <laughs> um oh yeah. Uh, this one was cool. I liked how this uh the habits, the habit anchor.
0: Mhm.
1: Yeah. That was cool. Okay. So I'm just, I'm just totally taking up time now. That sort of getting to the edge. Oh, so yeah. You get the feel, right? You get the feel. <laughs> yeah the halloween episode halloween's like part 1 and 2 this oh wow cool I still, so i still have i have all those still like to post away so anyways here's the thing here's what i'm leading up to and this is it's funny to observe i think i'm i'm still i'm still improving and getting better with doing it around the house um and also picking up on like stuff that's um Like, so I have my weekly work, my chores that I have to do, but also getting better. So it's not just about the whole protect the weekend thing, which I won't get into again. It's also what does protect the next weekend look like (laughs) and the next, next weekend. So how am I sort of trying to think forward a little bit? Here's what I'm noticing. And I'm wondering if you're noticing this with your position right now. Um, So I'm in, I'm in the second year at a new school, second year. I was at a, it was a new school for me last year, but I'm in my second year, but I'm in a new program. Um, And I'm having a lot of trouble with that flow. Um, I'm not moving through spaces in a way that I feel like I'm optimized at all. Um, You know, like simple stuff, like going i'll send something from my computer i don't use the printers and photocopiers a lot most of the work that i do with the students is digital um or an actual artifact of something that we're building or creating i don't print a lot i don't print a lot of paper that has words on it for the students um but twice this past week i did both times i went to the photocopier i left my photo card in my backpack so then i had to walk back and by the time that i walked back I needed. I had a meeting that I needed to go to in one of the situations. So there was a folder on my desk right in the center just with some files that I needed. So the second time that I photocopied, I should have actually taken that folder with me because it was faster to go from the, where the photocopier was down to where the meeting was. But then I walked back to the class, grabbed the folder because I had forgot to take it. And I'm dropping the ball on some of these things. Um, and I'm wondering how you're feeling with the and I don't know if this is if this is a priority for you to try and be effici- efficient or optimized in the moves that you make. Um, I know you're driving from place to place, so um, finding the best routes and avoiding traffic is sort of like one level of kind of, I guess, optimization that you might have. But yeah, I wonder if you're noticing at, at all that uh, that you're not optimized, like you're just you're not doing you're doing work, but maybe not in the most efficient way. Because I, I kind of felt that this week. And it was actually, what was funny, it almost was kind of reinforced by the fact that another entity took care of something on my checklist. It had this weird effect of, well, I wouldn't have finished the checklist if it weren't for them. <laughs> like there was something, to, I still get to check it, going to take it, nailed it. Um, But somebody else did it for me. I was like, I should have been able to make that happen. I should have been able to sort of get that done in a better way efficiencies and optimization. I'm feeling that. Feeling the inefficiency and unoptimized? disoptimized? I don't know. What do you think?
0: It certainly is a struggle for me to to I don't know, like it's a constant um it's a constant, I don't want to use the word battle, but I'm always looking at, okay, what's happening with my time right now? Am I using it well? Can I use it better? Ooh. And yesterday, I, I was with a student for about 45 minutes. And it was one of those moments where I guess, so in my job, there's a lot of it seems to me there's a lot of um, take two steps forward and then three steps back. That's what this is what I'm this is what I'm trying to fall in love with with respect to my work. Take two steps forward and take three steps back. And it's not me. I'm not directing the walk. It's the the kids I'm working with. And I was with a student yesterday for forty five minutes who. I just decided to take three steps back. And as I was talking to the student, I just, I came to a point where I said, we keep going over the same stuff over and over again. Like we keep revisiting the same, like what, how does this end? I said to the student, how does this end? Like, what do you see? How do you see this ending? Because it's, it, gets very tiring to walk forward and then walk backwards taking more steps than you are walking forward Mm -hmm. and i said you know like are you tired and the student's like yeah i am really tired i said yeah like i can imagine how tiring this is and then you know i said we've been talking now for 45 minutes has any of this helped and the student's like yeah kind of i'm like well what, like, what do you see happening for this to be better for you? There was a lot of questions of, there were a lot of questions of, I, I'm not bothered that I spent 45 minutes with the student, but at the end of that 45 minutes, what what do we have that's beneficial to us? Mm-hmm. What, what comes from this that helps you take those two, two steps forward again? That's what I'm thinking as I'm, Working with this student, thinking 45 minutes is a lot of time, especially when you're like digging through all the stuff to get to the academic part, which is my job. Yeah. Right. And the student didn't, the student couldn't, didn't answer my question to my satisfaction. And we left on a better note than when we started. But I thought to myself, was this an effective use of my time today? Those, I I asked that question a lot. What could I have done differently to make it more effective? And sometimes the answer is, there is no answer because it's not, I'm supposed to be there to serve the student. That's what I did. So I guess I was doing, I was doing what I was there to do, but it's messy. It, this is the other thing i'm learning i'm learning to enjoy sitting in a mess all day and it's a different mess than classroom because in the mm-hmm. classroom in the classroom there is a mess all day but it's different it's different so i guess at the end of the day my effectiveness is looking at my looking at my day and examining whether it the time was spent well like um i i don't i i'm in the middle of that dance of i don't want to overbook myself so that i'm late for things and i'm running around like crazy and it's dangerous like especially if i'm driving i don't want to do that but i also don't want to be like oh geez i have 15 minutes here I mean, sometimes those are good. Those 15 minutes, I can make notes. I can make a phone call. Like, it's there's always something for me to do. I'd rather just have it kind of flow as best as it can. So I guess that's the trick for me, is the effectiveness is found in what I do with time I find that might be downtime and I need and actually I also have like backup plans for if I arrive somewhere and the students I'm there to meet aren't present they're a backup like okay pull out your phone and call the student find out where they are find out why they're not here remind them that they had a meeting with me right Uh, if that doesn't work then it's okay pull out the bind because I have paper pencil and a computer sometimes it's just faster to write it down and it's open a laptop and type it out. So then I go to the next student on my caseload and see, okay, I have 15 minutes. What do I need to make happen with this name in 15 minutes? And that's what it is. But so then when I get to the end of my day, I'm pretty much done. Like I'm done. You know, yesterday, uh, the other re-engagement teacher called me near the end of the day. We, we did it like a debrief and, uh, And the first thing she said was, I know you're powering down for the day. And I said to her, you're right. I am powering down for the day. Like, it's been a day. Yesterday was a day of nothing went well yesterday for me in my work. There was no nailed it. It was, oh, shoot. There's an explosion over there. And, uh uh-oh, something's burning over there. Like, that, the whole day was that. Mm -hmm. So, um and so she's like, "Yeah, yeah, I just want to get you before you power down." And I'm like, "Get it in quick because I'm powering down."
1: You and would almost think the yeah. kindness would be to say, "I see that you're powering down. Can I reschedule with you?"
0: If that wasn't going to happen because she I know, to I talk, know, which is fine. I'm just, yeah,
1: I'm just, I'm just, I'm putting it out there, right? Like, and and how often do we kind of have that moment where we? because that that particular that particular statement you know it it falls a little bit into that um into that that realm of sorry to bother you on the weekend emails or sorry to send this after work hours emails or can we just have a little conversation about this thing kind of emails and it's really it's front loaded with a little bit of the compassion and i get it i get it you choose you choose buddy you choose to have the conversations when you want to have them but i kind of just i'll flip it flip the flip the script for a second is that if i'm if a person actually does recognize that you're you're that someone is powering down um i would put it out to our anyone that's listening um maybe it's a good time to not talk about the thing you want to talk about Maybe it's, it's better, like if you actually do, like is that not not one of the kind of like primary tenets of compassion? If you notice that someone is, is, um, is powering down and maybe not optimized that you would actually humanize the moment, we're going to put people before policy and kind of say, you know what, I can tell you're tired. I'm going to figure out a way to check with you next week. Let's book it right now so that I can catch you in a time that – you know you are more optimized again you choose you you decide if you want to take that meeting on um i think there's something for us all to kind of learn in that whether we're accepting the meeting or you're posting the meeting that if we do honestly recognize that the thing that we're doing is one more thing for that person to deal with don't give it to them don't give it to them We've gotten used to accepting that people don't accept that we're busy. (laughs) We've gotten used to it, right? We've gotten used to saying, sure, 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 sure. Give me a second. Give me a second to breathe. Okay, I'm good. Go. The fact that we're using, you know, a race language also means, like, the clock is ticking. So say what you need to say. So that we both know you said it, you know you said it, and we both know as we walk away, we're probably gonna have to meet again about this. Tricky, do you know? Um, Thomas, uh, Rademacher, I'm gonna, I'm taking a risk on that. I don't know if it's Rademacher, 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 could be it Rademacher? Does Not.
0: It does not sound familiar.
1: I've followed him on and off in bits and pieces on Twitter and it just, something just popped up. He posted an article onto medium. Mm-hmm. Um, his Twitter post is this year, the students need more from us and many teachers have less to give. Something has to change for the good of all of us. Um, and I cracked it open. I actually, I, I tagged in my message and I said, great thought talking about feeling disoptimized right now with our kids. So it's, it kind of, it, it popped up 10 minutes ago in my feed. It's funny how sometimes the universe is, uh, you remember we talked on the on-ramp about that you get that feeling in your head like you're the only one going through it so why bother mentioning it and everyone in the room is having that exact same moment so no one talks about shit like it just <laughs> right but this is a moment like i got i get to peek into tom's head a little bit um so what he he you know he his his post on medium is i hate being bad at this he talks about how he has a, a losing my shit checklist he said it's snap at, snapping at the little stuff. So this, this is this list. Snap at the little stuff. Stuff I would normally laugh off or coach through. Threaten to teach from textbooks. Go sit at my desk for a while. Overcompensate with excitement and disproportional praise. That's huge. That one's huge. Overcompensate with excitement or disproportional, disproportional praise. Well, step into the hallway. Passing colleague asks if I'm okay. That's a one. Give up on little things. Someone might say that's optimizing or being efficient. Right, Don't sweat the small stuff kind of a moment. Uh, try to have a heart-to-heart with class. That can go well, unless the next point, heart-to-heart turns into a blamey lecture. <laughs> so that, that's that's trouble. Sit on the back counter. Yep. That one kid who gets it asks if I'm okay. Yep. Yeah, I'll plead to the whole class, even though there's like three kids I'm talking to. <laughs> that can happen too, eh, when doing system positions, right? Getting swept up in the Um, because I said some of the language that you use in the work with the kids you're working, is that languishing. Like we have this whole languishing cohort, yet every kid really is different, right? Step back into the hallway again. Passing colleague just says, yup, because they're losing it too. Or sit back at desk and put head and hands. Mm -hmm. All of us are tired. All of us are doing too much. When everyone is working beyond their capacity already, even a good idea can be a bad idea. When I, what I need most is help doing the most important part of my job well, which this year means my day should be devoted to the students in my room. I've, I've really tried to rid myself of any hint of saviorism. Tricky, eh? Mm-hmm. It's the universe reaching out. Tom, thanks for the post, man. Thanks for the post. That's cool.
0: A lot of good stuff there. A lot of good mm-hmm. stuff. Everybody is tired. I, I have to share that at the one school I was at, I, I have to be careful not to, uh, I have to be careful. So I'm going to talk about this in kind of an abstract way, but yep. I was talking to one individual who said, Hey, are you going to check in with the teacher? And I said, no. And they said, why? And I said, because I just saw the teacher walk by teacher looks exhausted. Teacher looks mm-hmm. defeated. It's Friday. There's no reason for me to add to any of that. And they're mm-hmm. looking at me. They're like, How, what do you mean? Like not thinking outside the box at all. You need to connect with the teacher today. I said, no, I don't. <laughs> and it was That's... awesome because i was flexing some of like my professional judgment understanding i was like no, but you're doing
1: human too buddy you're being yeah, a good human
0: dude you should see the lack of being good human in schools these days
1: no excuse for you not being a good human. i'm, 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 just, I'm, I'm, I'm just i'm calling it out i'm just calling you in you're you're being a good human
0: you should see you should see like really in my job some people look at me like i have three heads because my job is all about trying to find ways to have kids re-enter the learning process. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it means wheeling and dealing. It yes. means doing things in an unorthodox kind of way. And, and hey, this is the best part, is that I've been one of those teachers that doesn't appreciate that. I'm like, get out of my face. I have work to do.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't have
0: time to play these games because they're perceived that way. This student's not doing their part. Why should we change anything for them? Now my job is to be the person who changes things for that kid. Yeah. So they can come back. But I sort I certainly see both sides. And I I'm now on the other side. And so I was like, yeah, I'm not talking to that teacher today because that teacher's not gonna want to hear from me that I need them to consider ignoring the academic piece for the rest of the day. They don't need me to tell them that I'm about to go do this really fun thing with this kid when this kid has been horrible all week. Right? Like, they don't need to hear any of that. They just need to know Roland's in the building and he's trying to do his thing. That's all.
1: Do you feel like that, as a system we're, we're a lot more comfortable with voicing our thinking about what's in it for me right now. That as it, and you know, like we're sort of, we're quicker, quicker to sort of scrutinize, scrutinize when someone is sort of punching down or adding something to our, our, um, our docket or scheduling that one more meeting do, you, I do you feel like people are saying like they're getting they're finding a brave? What's yes, in it for me?
0: People, well, and people are very. It seems like these days people are much more. Um, they're less likely. Sorry, they're more likely to push back when you mm-hmm. say, "Yeah, we need a meeting." They're more likely to say, "No, I'm not doing that." Um, but this is the this has been a thing in education forever and I've you and I have talked about this I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast certainly off the record we've talked about how the education educators are treated differently than other professionals. We are expected to do things that other professionals wouldn't do unless they were paid for or. there are like boundaries I feel around other professions that don't exist in education Mm -hmm. people think that they can do whatever they want with educators they can walk into a school and tell you what you're going to do and how you're going to do it teacher they feel like they can do that to teachers they feel like they can do that to principals they feel like they can do that to superintendents and and like you know I consider that and I think about that and I reflect on it especially as a parent with two kids in the system And one of my kids, I'm I'm in constant connection with his guidance counselor, and you know his student success people and stuff because he has needs, and if they're not met, then he can't succeed as well as he could when they are met. And so I I I would like to think, and I don't know, I would like to think that I'm fairly reasonable with these people. They say, hey and i try to do my part too as a parent i try i'll give you an example uh my son is going to be taking um a course in quadmaster 2 and it's a it's heavy with reading and for him reading's an issue so we contacted the people involved a few weeks ago about okay can we get access to a reading list can we can you prov- can somebody take the time to to give us what we need to know about this course so that we then can do our part and be proactive and prepare so that when we start the course we're in a good place like as parents we're in a good place the kids in a good place the teacher will be in a good place too because the teacher took a little bit of time to connect us with what we need to know then we were able to need to connect our kid with the things he needs to do well in the course so yep. at the end of the day if everybody gives a little bit then we're all going to get a lot but i completely understand that the teacher doesn't have to do any of that i totally understand that so i never i don't think i tell anybody i just ask i say hey have we considered this is this on the radar and they have been the the staff working with us on this have been excellent. Dude, I know they're all exhausted. In fact, I see them daily because I I work in and out of that school every day. I see what the teachers are doing. I see what the guidance counselors are doing every day. But I'm trying to do my part as a parent. So it's like, it's important for me to try to give them some lead time. I ask the questions they answer my questions. We all move on. And I know that it's taxing. It's taxing for me as a parent too, to think, Oh geez, I'm not even running this school program, but yet I need to do this and this with my kid to teach him how to be more responsible, more accountable. Right? Like I just feel people are pushing back more now than ever. And I'm so I'm, here's the thing about my job. I, I'm honored to be doing it just like I was honored to be a primary classroom teacher. With all the nonsense and the shit rolling downhill all the time, I still feel um, I still feel honored to have this position and the work that I'm doing um, because it is a pleasure to get to work with people and learn from others. I had an administrator say to me the other day, We got nothing left in the tank in this building. Mm -hmm. And I can, and when I see the The collective, the collective collective tank, the principal is saying to me, We can't keep doing what we're doing. We are, we we don't have the energy. We don't have the morale. The principal's telling me this. I'm like, Two thumbs up to the principal. I'm like, You're, you're woke. You know what's happening in your building. You know that staff are taxed you know that something needs to change because what's happening is killing this school. The principal knows that. And so I look at the principal like, well, I, I guess I better step up and give you my best so that I can try to help this building move in a better direction. And that's the same building where that teacher was. And I said, I'm not talking to her today. I saw her walking around and the look on her face, it just, she looked tired. She looked spent this is a new young teacher these are the people that are like exploding at the seams wanting to do everything and she didn't look like that to me so and i could feel it in the building i walk in and i know people are looking at me like oh what's he doing here he gets to walk in and walk out i know they're thinking that because i've had those thoughts too about people from the system walking in and walking out Mm -hmm. i'm not dumb i know And they're probably thinking he's got nothing to do. And I'm doing report cards and he's got nothing to do. And this is where I land on that. I land on, I am working hard, but I certainly understand how hard the classroom teachers are working and what's Mm -hmm. on their plate. Dude, I come home and my wife says, how was your day? And I think about how I answer that question because I know what her day was like. And I see her on the couch writing report cards while I'm floating around doing whatever, right? Like, And she she realizes the, the stress that I can allow and that enters into me. She mm-hmm. understands that stress. It's different from hers, but it's still there. Everybody has a little bit of it. Yep. So, yeah, the people, the boots on the ground, as Carlos would say, I am, I am very, and my wife said to me today, I wonder how long it will be before you stop being aware. I am still very aware of what's happening with those people in those classrooms. Very aware to the point where somebody will say, go talk to the teacher. And I'm like, Nope. And they're looking at me like, like principals are like, what do you mean? No. I'm like, it's their planning time. And you want me to take that away to talk about my, no, I'll find another way to talk to them. Stocking not during their planning time today when they don't know I'm supposed to be here, not doing it.
1: Like, Hey, it's the, you, I, again, you're, you're reinforcing or reiterating, you know, your personal example of how you, you recognize that the one more thing is by adding the one more thing, it's an act of hostility <laughs> and it can be a conversation. It can be a, um, a check-in, it could be the, um, sending the email. It could be sent, setting up the meeting, like it can, and it can be perceived as an act of hostility. Um, you remember back? It was last last season. I think we we landed lightly on um, the term uh, aikido. Does that strike? Do you remember we we land? I forget what the context was. Yeah, a uh, martial arts. Yeah, I don't um, remember that,
0: but I know why.
1: And I don't remember how we landed on it. It was one of the pictures that somehow it made it to the. The drawing that I did for the episode. Oh. But it come it comes to mind. I, I, I'm fascinated by it's a martial art that um, sometimes I've I've read in some spaces that people have a hard time accepting its uh its premise as a martial art. Uh it is a martial art, uh, considered to be a little bit more of a mar- modern martial art. And part of the premise of practicing Aikido is that you take into account the wellness of the attacker and it's actually built into the practice that as you defend yourself your defense moves in a different context could actually cause harm to the attacker and in the act of neutralizing the attack you could actually hurt the person that's attacking you so it's a it's a defensive martial art that that has uh compassion and empathy to a degree at its heart i think about that though um the parallel between that and how, how educators are operating right now. And I try and think about who did, you know, from where do they feel the attacks are coming and time and time again, how often the educators are willing to take into account the, the safety and wellness of the attacker. Uh, You know, the, the idea that we're getting all these uh, things that the board is handing down, but we know that the board is people too, or we, I know, you know, we're having a staff meeting um, and I need to get report cards done. But, you know, these things are important to get done too. Like it's that ability to defend the wellness of the system at the same time that you're taking uh, taking an attack. And it just, it, it, it kind of comes back to mind right now, especially almost re, reinforced by um, by Thomas's post. And a little bit like what you're talking about now is making sure that the reading of the room actually means something. You're not skimming scanning here and then deciding what the summary is from the room. You're saying, I see the look on that teacher's face. I know right now they're in their planning time. No, I appreciate that. You might see that as an opportunity to intervene and connect. I see it's an opportunity to back off and give them space to get stuff done. It's a little bit of a different, It's a, it definitely is a different way to move through education. And like you, like you in this particular role that you have now, I've had one of those before where I was, I sort of parachuted into people's contexts. So when I was when I was a part of the, um, the access program in my board, um, I was often having to reach out to, because because the site that I was at drew in from multiple high schools. So the fact that I would be emailing saying I needed work for a kid was landing right in the middle of a day that I had no understanding of what was going on there. Was I motivated to get work for the kids? Absolutely, because if the kid was going to be on site, we wanted something for the kid to do. But I never ever really had um, an inkling of what was going on in the school at the time. I was intentionally, it was, I mean, just because we were a separate site, we were off site. We didn't know. So, uh, and only every once in a while was I was I privileged uh, or uh, invited into what was actually going on as part of the reason why Maybe some work hadn't arrived yet or a teacher hadn't reached out yet. And in this particular case, that was what we would call, you know, uh, PC Big Eddie. So pre-COVID PC. So this was, you know, four or five years ago before we also had the extra challenges and um, complications of uh, teaching with COVID, educating with COVID.
0: PC Big Eddie.
1: Yeah, Big
0: Eddie um, I, PC. I uh, heard the term this week or read the term uh, "Big Edwina" as well. <laughs> Big Eddie and Big Edwina.
1: I'll be the one to say that uh, Big Eddie is a non-gendered term. I
0: like
1: I've, it. I've yeah, it's weak I I appreciate the Edwina, um, distant cousin maybe, uh,
0: sister. Forget distant could. cousin, dude. Again,
1: yeah, We the They're we like could them. even say that the Edwina word neutralizing gender on that one as well. So who knows? <clears throat> Big Eddie, yeah, Big Eddie.
0: Big Eddie never stops rolling,
1: rolling or rolling.
0: Can you? Oh, are those nails that are have been bent? Is that what I see? Pretty much. Okay. <laughs> bent nails.
1: Yeah nailed it.
0: Oh. <laughs> you're thinking nailed it. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm thinking like some kind of magic. Some kind of brain power that you can use to bend those nails. That's, that's the who, kind of that's the kind of power I wish I had. That's
1: the that's the kind of thinking that'll take you places, sir. That's the type of thinking the system needs.
0: I am in I'm so behind on publishing these episodes mm-hmm. and I don't even think um Straffy, uh, straff.
1: <laughs> you just, you're, yeah, <laughs> <Straff. laughs> you're just dropping consonants, consonants all over the place.
0: Staff, staff, straff, shreff.
1: shreff, shreffler.
0: When I said shreff that last time, I pictured Shrek, but looking mm-hmm. like Shreff. <laughs> There's a mashup. Somebody photoshopped that Shreffler with Shrek. Yeah, so. Poor Shref, I don't even think he knows we exist anymore. I think he, he's completely moved on. He's living Could his be. life. No, no, dude, it is. He's done. Well, I mentioned
1: last week, busy guy,
0: so... Oh, yeah, he's a vice principal, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, VP, leading, doing his thing out in Florida. I love it. Yep. Um, I'm so behind. I was going to do it this morning, and I didn't. It was like... Lots of episodes that I got to catch up on and, and push out.
1: Yep. Peeps can, all of our content is on there and available on YouTube. So
0: true, true. I'm just, it's nice to keep things neat and tidy, you know? You want to check that off your list, don't you? <laughs> well, it's funny because that's one of those lists that I have that it's one of those I'll just get to when I get to it list. It should be. You know, I got, there are other things I think that are probably more important than that, but I mean, it should get done. I've told you,
1: I've told you, I think I told you once or twice. I often think about, so the, um, one of the, the, the sort of like the, the, uh, phrases that goes along with spoken word poetry. And when they tell the judges, um, kind of get the judges in the right mindset because spoken word or, or poetry uh jams often the audience is asked to be the judge and um but they say even after the judges have been picked and they tell them you know here's how the marks are going to work they say you know the point of the poetry is not the points the point is the poetry
0: Hmm.
1: so you know the point of the podcast is not the posts it is the the podcast so and it exists out there people choose to find it so we're good you're good
0: <laughs> awesome i'd anyway, agree well, nobody nobody really jumped into our podcast today
1: and you know why though i know part of the reason why tell me because because bit is totally like scooping our scooping our uh our clout There's a V-bit. Whole bunch
0: of. is it called VBit? I, what? What for virtual bit? I think the hashtag is vbit, but I could be wrong.
1: Yep, yep. Vbit, vbit is is chomping on our clout this weekend. So <laughs>
0: Bite our funny. clout. Well, I hope that's okay. En- I hope they're enjoying their vbit.
1: Yep. Imagine they are. It looks like it. Some of the people that I follow, it seems like they're enjoying the join enjoying, enjoying the playtime. People are digging it. So awesome. All good, man.
0: Okay, well, uh, wishing you a great day.
1: You too, dude. I'm sure I'll connect with you throughout the week.
0: Oh, yeah. In multiple different uh, mediums. We are multi-platform. We are Decoded Podcast.